Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. chosen for the starring role as Santa Claus. Damn it! What do you want? Well, what do you want? What are you doing? When it came to holiday spirit... The dude's here. It's Santa. I'm on my lunch break, okay? Willie's never had it. Not real. Well, it was real. I got sick and all the hair fell out. How'd you get sick? I loved a woman that wasn't clean. Mrs. Santa? No, it was her sister. Oh, no. But he's gonna get it. You're that kid. Where's your sleigh? It's in the shop. Where's the reindeer? I stable them. Where's the stable? Next to the shop. How do they sleep? Are you messing with me? There's something about the guy that makes me uneasy. Maybe there's something I could fire him for. A man is a sexual being. Yeah. Welcome to Rewatchability. My name is Blaine Waters. With me, as always, is. What? Oh my Ugh. god! Oh Jesus! Sorry, Rob. What? I am a little bit at worse for wear this morning. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I can see what you mean. Is that? Was that a puking noise? Yeah, sure. that, okay. that was. That was a very realistic puking noise. That was the sound of chunks and and. It sounded like you know, Zool or bile something. coming back out. <laughs> it was a little bit of Zool. <laughs> Uh, we're not doing Ghostbusters this week. No, no. no uh, it's Robert Larone. <laughs> and this is the podcast where we watch old movies and TV shows to see how they hold up over time. We're on the Entertainment One Podcast Network, and this week we're going to talk about Bad Santa or or Bad Er Santa. Yeah, that's right. Which one did you watch? I don't, well, I watched the one on Netflix, which says Bad Er Santa, but I'm not like really sure what the distinctions. Yeah. Are. I mean, like... I think it's a little bit more violent. It seems pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> He's already bad enough. You don't need to make him better. Like, I don't know how we're supposed to talk about this movie, which, you know, declares itself to be bad. Like, it has no concerns with morality. No. No. <laughs> Barely with quality. <laughs> And it's it's like uh, faintly a Coen Brothers movie. That's right. It which, is, which is interesting in terms of in terms of talking about quality. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Executive produced by the Coen Brothers. So I knew that my expectations were high <laughs> because I was like, oh, this is like just going into the good Coen Brothers phase. This would like right. slide in right before No Country for Old Men. So right. you know, there probably won't be any music. It'll be like a sort of moral mechanism in right. there, a taut drama. Yeah. yeah. What is this bad Santa? And what does he represent? Perhaps in like the scope of Jewishness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we get all that in this movie, I think. I think we do. <laughs> but before we get into the movie, we're going to thank our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much. Thanks. Uh, for, for giving us the present of one, three, five dollars mm-hmm. a month. It's uh, better than a wooden pickle. <laughs> Covered in blood. Yeah, it certainly is. So That was a given. <laughs> so thank you so much. In return, we give you some gifts. Sometimes we, we give you the, the podcast early. We give you the podcast without ads. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you don't want ads on the podcast, you don't want to listen to beautiful HelloFresh ads or other ads that we might have at some point, then you can go to Patreon and, and throw us a, a dollar or two. Sometimes I leave the Patreon in stereo, too. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. <laughs> That's what everyone wants to hear. Not this week, though. <laughs> so everyone, <laughs> so everyone can hear that majesty at Patreon.com/slash/rewatchability. Uh, now let's get into uh, the stereophonic show we have for you. 
this week, Batter Santa, Billy Bob Thornton, mm-hmm. who's not a big fan of, of Canada, from what I've heard. We, I mean, I think we'll talk about that near right. the end you of the podcast. Right, you want to get right into that. Like, no. There was a point where he was persona non grata. <laughs> he was trying to deliver presents to Canada, and we were like, no. We were like, no, no. thank you. No, our chimneys are closed <laughs> to you, sir. But we'll talk about that near the end of the podcast after the break. For sure. And the whole controversy there, which I, I, only Canadians know about, I think. Probably. Yeah, it's I a mean, very local you know, thing. It was like one of those things that was in the news cycle for half a second. And that was like long ago when the world wasn't on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when someone just saying something slightly disparaging could be an enemy. Yeah, so, he yeah. was just kind of like a jerk. We were like... Okay, like, in context. <laughs> anyway, we'll explain Billy it. Billy Bob Thornton. We'll explain <laughs> Not it Not so bad, Santa. <laughs> so, when did you first see this movie? So, I have to be honest, I've been a bad boy. What? <laughs> That's <laughs> weird when you say it yeah, like that. No, yeah, that was unnecessary. <laughs> I hadn't seen this movie all the way through until we watched it for the podcast, I think I'd seen bits of it. I didn't really have any sort of attraction to this movie. Right. I, I didn't know the Coen Brothers executive produced it. Right. Otherwise, it would have been right on board, you know? <laughs> with the, like, the, yeah. Because it's in their universe. It fits with, like, The Man Who Wasn't There and the Fargo Season 1 TV show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Billy Bob, the trilogy. Yeah. All right. But I didn't have any reason to really watch this movie. I sort of don't like edginess for the sake of edginess. And even though this movie is directed by... Art House luminary Terry Zweigoff. Yeah, Zweigoff? Uh, Zweigoff? Ghost World and Crumb and stuff. Yeah, I yeah. love Ghost World. Yeah. And Crumb, I think I saw half of it before I fell asleep on Netflix. It's, you know, I'm tired very often. <laughs> I have to watch all these bad movies for the podcast. I don't have time <laughs> to watch quality documentaries. Right, right. But, so I didn't see this all the way through. Did you see, like... All the way through, did you see I think I saw like... bits of it, like, during Christmas at my parents' house on the movie network. But I'm yeah. pretty sure my mom, like, quickly turned it off because of uh, probably the content. The, the sex scenes. Just anything. <laughs> anything in this movie. I don't think she would like anything Christmas. about this movie. No, she likes Christmas, oh, okay. but she's more of the, like, Hallmark, right. heartwarming, uplifting, dad makes it home. On Christmas, sure. despite all odds sort of thing. Yeah. That's her jam. Yeah, this is not a, a, a drinking, drunk Santa puking and fucking no. and everything. That's not her. And on one hand, like perhaps this movie seems like it could be for me because I don't like to admit this to everybody, but sometimes <laughs> I'm a bit of a Scrooge. <laughs> yeah, You might have a drink here and there, too. I, I mean, are you... Are you accusing me of something? Because no. I only had three before I came in. <laughs> okay, stop poking me in the face. <laughs> stop. But because, you know, there's the gratingness of Christmas if you yeah. are not like a Christmas fan. Or I think even if you are a Christmas fan because it's just so – it's so much. Like yeah. you kind of want an antidote to that. Well, especially in the past little while when Christmas starts just after Halloween and doesn't mm-hmm. wait till December. That's, mm-hmm. It gets a little bit much. Yeah, yeah. So I, I understand. Where are you? Do you do you like Christmas now? Or did you like Christmas as a kid? Were you a curmudgeon then too? I mean, I, <laughs> I think I uh, the seeds were planted long ago. <laughs> I but I appreciate like bits of Christmas. But I've learned to sort of do it in my own way and not worry about like you know the expectations of other people or whatever. Right. You're not getting anything for Christmas, Blaine. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) All right. Fine. I was holding it for that pickle. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Blaine? When did you see Bad Santa? Well, much like you, I am not on Santa's good list is the the better way of saying what you said. (laughs) Um, I wove a tale. (laughs) I was like Stuart McLean's radio show. No one's accused rewatchability of being that ever. But yeah, no, I think I saw this in bits and pieces at a Christmas party in university. So, mm. But you were like more like drinking and fornicating, right? <laughs> no, I think I was like watching it because I wasn't participating. I think right. I was like too shy to talk to anyone and fornicate. I, <laughs> or fornicate. Way too shy for that. Yeah, so uh, so I didn't um, I didn't know this movie as well. 
I knew that it was kind of like an anti-Christmas movie. I knew that Bernie Mac was in it. Right. Billy Bob was in it. I thought that kind of this was like almost maybe a, a sequel to Bad News Bears because Billy Bob seems to play like the same curmudgeon in every movie that he's in. Yeah, he it's just, true. He just keeps on playing this kind of alcoholic guy that like hates things. Except for the first movie he was in. I think that might have just been, like, a thing that he was going through. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, he just sort of, like, you know, alcoholic haves made, like, you know, five to ten movies. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone was like, is that Angelina Jolie's blood around your neck? He's like, yeah, it's it's not not red wine. It's fine. I don't have a problem. Stop it. So I, I saw bits and pieces of this. I liked it. I also kind of didn't like it because it was so, it seemed mean spirited. Right. It seemed a little, you know, like the Simpsons and Family Guy thing where the Simpsons has heart and Family Guy is just kind of mean towards celebrities for no reason. Yeah. And in fact, one of the members of Family Guy is in this movie. Oh, nice. Uh, Alex Bornstein. So I kind of like the funniness of a Simpsons more than a Family Guy. I don't like the mean spiritedness of something like Yeah, you're a sap. We got it. I do, I do like a sappy Christmas movie. I think I'm right. more like uh, your mom than you, you know? <laughs> uh, so. Wait, you want to watch Christmas movies with my mom now? That's well, she's, she sounds like a nice lady. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so I See, I set you up for a perfect your mom joke, and you did nothing. You Exa- have no bad Santa spirit. I, I don't have a bad Santa bone in my body, for sure. <laughs> uh, I'm like, yeah, anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, I won't, won't go into that. But let's let's run down. Let's go into this. Let's get into this. Let's talk about bad and badder Santa, which is kind of like bad Santa 1.5. They did that in like the – there was a stretch of the 2000s where they just released 0.5 movies. Yeah, I think it was towards like the end of the DVD era where yeah. they were like – we really have to try to keep, you know, pushing these things out, make right. them cost like less and less. <laughs> so they were like, let's put a few more minutes of content in here. And there's actually, I think there's a director's cut which came out on a separate DVD where there's actually Man. three minutes less. Wow, oh my God. Hopefully, like some of the That's homophobic amazing. stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Terry yeah. Zwigoff was like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> the DVD comes inside a whiskey bottle, which is really nice. That's the collector's edition. Uh, does it come with whiskey? <laughs> and everyone will buy it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's worth 40 bucks at the LCBO <laughs> here. So, yeah, so do, let's, let's get into the kind of well, I mean, rundown starts... of the movie. It starts a little bit rough because, I mean, even the credits are hard because it goes John Ritter, Bernie Mac. Both of those guys have passed away and passed away, you know, young. Yeah. I was like, oh, like, this is going to be a hard one. (laughs) Because I really like John Ritter. I mean... I mean, this is, like, a little bit weird, but people have been like, you kind of look like you have a John Ritter thing going on. People told you it looked like John Ritter? Yeah, it's weird. What? <laughs> I also get Marky Mark from Rockstar. <laughs> <laughs> now everyone at home is, is mentally working hard to picture what you look like. John Mi- <laughs> John Ritter with... Yeah. Yeah, interesting. It's an ugly baby. <laughs> And that ugly baby is me. <laughs> so, okay, John Ritter, let's tell us more about, uh, about this. So it, it begins with those two people. They're, I mean, they're, it was just in the credits. Me. But yeah. already I was like, you know, it's going to be sad. But yeah. then it gets to some more sadness. I mean, you know, but just like sort of sad manness. Right. We have Billy Bob Thornton drinking in a bar alone, yeah. sort of having, you know, the sad man internal monologue like you do, yep. dressed as Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And he's just talking about how much he hates his life and how he's sort of wasted everything. <laughs> and he, despite everything bad that's happened to him, like, he wishes that he killed himself just so that he wouldn't have to deal with kids pissing on his lap all Christmas. Right. When he does that just fine himself. Yeah. He pees all over himself multiple times. <laughs> he doesn't need their help. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. He should go to a doctor. There's, there's something to be done for that. But so we see he is Santa Claus. His name is Willie, but to most people, he embodies the spirit of Christmas, <laughs> as we'll see. Yeah. And he does the traditional Santa thing, even though he is scrawny, even though he has like a sort of like just scruff under his beard, even though he has a cigarette in his mouth at any given time, and he's pissing himself. And he, 
And he has like the southern accent. He's supposed to be from the North Pole. Come on, work a little harder. Yeah, at that, that's not you know? that's inconsistent. Yeah, let's get a Norwegian accent going. But so he he doesn't seem to be enjoying this. We wonder like, why does he even do it? Well, we see after they close down the mall, mm-hmm. him and his little friend, played by Tony Cox. What's his name? Oh, God. Marcus. Yeah, his friend Marcus, mm-hmm. who is an elf. Right. But also a little person. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and this he, movie, of course, gets a lot of mileage <laughs> out of the, what are we supposed to call this person now in this crazy PC world we live in? They, they don't really do well at it. <laughs> <laughs> They're not very skilled at calling anyone what they want to be called in this movie. No. No. Yeah, they call him Dwarf and Lilliputian. I don't know. They, they call this, this Munchkin? Poor, yeah, this poor guy. They call him everything under the sun. Which is weird because John Ritter played L. Frank Baum in a TV miniseries. Oh, really? Yeah, he invented the term. That's crazy. Which, I mean, probably a lot of little people hate him for. <laughs> yeah, I bet. L. Baum! <laughs> <laughs> so he, there, there is some humor to be had, though, like everything he dresses up in. I mean, everyone in this movie, but he's a, a snowman mm-hmm. that kind of like comes to life when the security guard yeah, uh, puts the coat in. It's a very clever scheme, and he has to like you know run very quickly and disarm the thing before it counts down. And then they have the place to themselves, and they can fucking loot it. Mm-hmm. Billy Bob, his job is to crack the safe. Yeah. I mean, by crack, I mean drill into it with a drill. <laughs> he... He's, uh, it's, it's so hard to believe that he's good at anything. So it seems like really inconceivable that he's a master safe cracker well, after he, all he's done. Sometimes you pick up that skill. <laughs> Just along the way? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Uh, not that you know anything about that. No, no, no. Okay, no. that's fine. That's fair. So they, they're robbing the place. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's been putting up with this whole Santa routine. Yeah, I totally, I totally, this is how little I think I paid attention to the movie when I first watched it, whatever party I was at. It's, I, I didn't, I was like, oh, they're robbing, the, I, I was so excited that they were robbing the place, that this movie was going anywhere but just being a bad Santa. I thought this guy was just a bad mall Santa, and I'm so glad right. there's an actual plot to this into movie. A, into like a hole of just regrets. Right, <laughs> yeah. But it's like, there's a lot of fucked up shit about Santa culture. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't know if we've talked about this on one of the other Christmas podcasts. We've done so many Christmas podcasts. But, like, Santas are fucked up. Yeah. There's this entire subculture of people who, like, this is what they live for every year, being mall Santas. Yeah. And they, like, have the beards, real beards, and they have real long hair. They get put on the weight. Every year? Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. tough. It's like it, Vincent D'Onofrio is like the king of that. <laughs> I mean, now he keeps it up, but he used to be able He used to be the king. Yeah, yeah for sure. But yeah, he's weird. no Christian Bale now. Did you see the Nathan For You episode of the Mall Santa? No. Where he tries to get the guy to be a Mall Santa like throughout the year? Because Mall Santas can only make money. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was really weird. They need to unionize, man. Yeah, they do. But also, I mean, I've been seeing on Twitter that like, there's this thing in New York called SantaCon. Okay. Which is apparently like fucking the purge or something. <laughs> it's all these like apparently like drunken, fucked up people in Santa Claus outfits. Yeah. Just like. Just giving people coal. Walking the streets and harassing people and throwing up and peeing against buildings. What? This is a thing. No, not peeing against Bill. No, this is like this movie just in the streets. But like writ large. <laughs> I did not. I did not know about this SantaCon. I thought it would just be like uh, you know they have booths where they're like, oh, these are better beards that you could buy, or you no, know, the, no. the, everyone knows this mall Santa. He's going to be giving a talk later. They should be honestly. I don't advocate state violence, but they should be bringing out the SWAT teams to deal with this. It sounds like like beanbag these guys. <laughs> Wow. So they, yeah, they got to rein it in, is what you're saying. All, that's, that's very, it's a good Christmas pun. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. But, so they rob the place. Yeah. They go out to the bar after, and Willie says it's his last time. He's tired of this. He's going to take all the money that he gets, and he's going to open a bar in Miami and sober up and get his shit together. Yeah. Yeah, well. You don't have to worry about me anymore. I'm out. Bullshit. Bullshit my ass. 
We just made $111,000 in one night. Exactly. I figure I got enough to go to Miami. And do what? I don't know, shit, get a car, get a place, maybe, you know? Maybe start a business, a bar out on the beach, something like that. I could quit drinking and run the place, maybe marry a waitress. What? You ain't gonna do shit except go down there and drink your fucking ass off. Cut to yeah. Miami Beach. <laughs> Got Billy Bob behind the bar. He's chopping up limes. <laughs> it's cocktail with Billy Bob. <laughs> and it seems like for a moment he's like lived his dream. He's figured it out. But then we just see like, oh no, he's just stealing booze. <laughs> <laughs> and he like... He's a real dirtbag. Yeah. Well, he's always. I mean, this is this is the problem that I have with the movie a little bit is that he is the character is one note throughout this entire movie, and there we he tries to learn a little later on, but like I don't know his some of his biggest insults are just fuck you. There's no real like po- poetry to this movie mm. at times. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm gonna say. Yeah, you're looking for him to be like wittier. Yeah, like a yeah. little bit wittier. Right. I mean, he's not a very likable character. No. He's... A lot of times we think, like in movies, we're like, we need a likable character. Yeah. But this guy is pretty despicable. Like, he steals a bunch of, like, car keys from the valet and then goes through the parking lot, lo- mm-hmm. you know, looking for, like, a fucking awesome car to steal. Because right. just, like, whatever car is available isn't good enough. Beggars <laughs> can be choosers, apparently. Or I guess... Thievers can be choosers. <laughs> well, thievers can always be choosers. I just coined that. Yeah, well, that's nice. That's a new term. Yeah, you sure you didn't steal that? Uh, From, got your pick of the litter there? I'll cut you. <laughs> okay. But so, next year rolls around, mm-hmm. and... He needs some money. Yeah, he gets a call yeah. from Marcus, and he's back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought I was out. You pulled me back in! <laughs> That's a really good impression. That's, that's the that's, Sopranos from The Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> By way of Sopranos? That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, cool. It's like a matryoshka of impressions. <laughs> a little nesting doll. I, I like that. It's cool. Yeah. Is that like a Christmas tradition? A nesting dolls? Yeah. What I love about Christmas mm. is that like every culture sort of contributes a little bit to it, you know, and you get to see people express it in different ways. So like Russians, they have like their crazy... Mostly drinking, but also the, the the nesting dolls. Yeah, have you ever heard about the shel- the elf on the shelf? Is that a Russian thing? <laughs> that sounds like sounds like Putin. If you're asking me, always watching, <laughs> always planning. Yeah, I have heard about that. It's kind of yeah, uh, creepy. it's a little creepy, right? Wait, what's the point of it again? I think ah, from what I remember, I got told about it in like high school from someone, and I was like, that's. No, that's not a thing. And they're like, no, 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 everyone knows about the elf on the shelf. And I was like, no, it seems really creepy. Because I think the elf, like, is on the shelf for a long time, and then it disappears, and you have to go look for it in the basement, is what they told me. I don't even think they did elf on the shelf right. I think it was just, like, this awful, like, torture. We need thing. to call the police. <laughs> you haven't seen this friend since, have you? No, I haven't. They're, they're long gone. I tried to look them up on Facebook. All I saw was an elf on the shelf staring back at me from their profile. Oh, that's fucked. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. So they're back in the game. They fire the old Santa at this mall. I guess Mm -hmm. Marcus undercuts him. Yeah. And so John Ritter's giving him the keys to the street just as the new Santa and the new elf come up. And Billy Bob is already fucked up. (laughs) Like, the first thing he does is he, like, throws a Mickey bottle into a car windshield, setting it off. (laughs) And then he, like, spaces out in a drunken haze. And then over here is John Ritter saying something about performance. And he's like, are you saying something about my performance? My sexual performance? If my fuck stick doesn't work? Well, there's so many many jokes in this movie that do work. And that one seemed like such a stretch. I was like, you have to misinterpret so much to think that that's he's talking about your fuck stick. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, anyway, but that's. Um, Are you talking about my fuck stick? No, no one's talking about your fuck stick, Rob. <laughs> I don't even. No one my wants to. Pickle? No, stop talking about <laughs> with it. blood on it. No, oh my god, this is getting worse and worse. So that immediately. 
makes yeah. John Ritter. He's a little weary. A little bit suspicious. Yeah. He's There's like, something up. Whoa. Santa is usually holly and jolly. <laughs> this Santa seems surly and burly. <laughs> burly. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, I'll give burly to you. I guess. Yes. Come was, on. If it's this Christmas. Was, if this was Scrabble, I'd give it to you. All right. So he goes talks to yeah. Bernie Mac. Yeah, who's like the private, like the security, like oversight guy for the mall. Yeah. But also seems to be not a good person himself. No, he seems to have like got himself a pretty plum deal. But uh, yeah, he's pretty, he seems pretty sketchy. Yeah. Plus, his name is Jin, which I've been told is a type of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> or a genie. That's what they call genies. Well, that's with a, that's a different spelling. Brain. I know. You fool. I'm just saying. Could have been given out uh, wishes, just like Santa Claus. What a R word. <laughs> what are you saying? You know, oh, you're trying, like, to, you're trying to be bad Santa. Yeah, I was, you know, because in this movie, whenever somebody says something stupid, they, <laughs> Billy Bob will say, hey, you are. Right. You're. Yeah, it hurts you to say it. Well, I don't want to say it, but I wanted to call attention to it. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's not its not great. No. its I mean, it fits the character. Yeah. But it is hard to... It's, there's, like, fuck is all right, and a lot of things he says is very easy to hear. But some things are just so... I don't know. We, we've come a long way, is what I'm saying. We have come a long that way. That even bad people nowadays, like... And it's Anton Shiger wasn't calling people the R word. No. But he was evil incarnate. Yeah. You know? But it, he respected people. <laughs> right. And their dignity as human beings. But it's hard, like, also these days because, you know, morals and ethics and everything has changed. Like, yeah, you can't even play Baby like It's Cold Outside on the radio. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah. But, I mean, there are other ones, too. Like, there's the Pogues. The Oh, yeah. You yeah, know. Fairy Tale of New York. Exactly. Yeah, that's a beautiful song with uh, one horrible verse. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, Shane McGowan, he had to, like, put out, like, a statement saying that this is, like, the character and it's, like, a despicable sort of character. Yeah, they're both junkies. Saying it. Yeah. It's yeah. part of the story, but it's not, absolutely not meant to offend. <sighs> it's, where do you, where do you fall on this? Where do you, do you think that, like, these, these things should be taken off the radio? I mean, I don't really, I'm against all forms of censorship, but right. Bad Santa should be deleted <laughs> from the catalog. <laughs> Only badder Santa should exist. That's right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I want six more minutes. No, but I mean, like, yeah, that stuff is definitely does not hold up at all. And, like, no. this movie came out in 2003, so that's 15 years ago. Yeah. But I still, you know, I... It was it was a time when I think like people were trying to be edgy and edginess was funny and like definitely. But I don't. It doesn't. I don't think fly anymore. So I found like part of this movie was really hard to watch because I was mostly angry at it. Right. Yeah. I mean, the character is definitely this this type of person would say all these things and is offensive on multiple levels. And Marcus points out a lot during this movie that what he's saying is wrong. So there is like. Yeah. There is the morality of the world telling That's this guy right. that he's wrong. The guy who, the other thief, is the moral <laughs> compass of this film. Yeah, well, the, Lauren Graham seems to be the moral compass of this film a well, little bit. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, um, we'll get to her. Yeah, First very we have, soon. Yeah, but all of Billy Bob Thornton, Willie's bad qualities, there is a hope of redemption, sort of, kind yeah. of, eventually. Only because someone says, you should redeem yourself at some point in this movie. They go, you know, there's hope for you yet. And he's like, yeah. fuck you, It's the end of the second person. act. You can still do it. You <laughs> yeah, still pull this off. Exactly. Pull that hose out of the car window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he also hates himself, which is uh, part of the moral center of this movie. Is yeah. He's a, he's a monster, and he kind of knows it. He's self-loathing, but, I mean, it is sort of weird, like, we, like, we can cheer for him in a way when he does awful things. And, like, I think the movie sometimes expects us to. Yeah, well, it is an anti-Christmas movie and plugging into all our anti-Christmas sentiment, which I think everyone has a little bit. Yeah. You know? I love Christmas. It's one of my favorite holidays. Mm -hmm. But I think 
that everyone has a little bit of okay enough already with the Christmas music and the mom and yeah and the resentment of the like the commercialization of this holiday that's always been very commercial mm. yeah so I think I think that it plugs into that and everyone can kind of get behind him a little bit for sure yeah for sure uh, yeah. but it's harder and harder to get behind this character yeah but his redemption sort of comes in the form of this snot-nosed little kid yeah who is like snot-nosed but he's not he's not an asshole little kid he's not like a jerk no i wasn't kid. saying like he was mean i was saying literally he's like one of those kids that has the stream of chunky yellow <laughs> oh, snot God. like it's kind of like a hitler mustache of snot right he can't <laughs> smile without it cracking off no yeah, it's gross that's it's... gross yeah and, and he's re- he's he has it rough because <laughs> a he is bullied like by by seventeen kids outside the mall. Yeah, and they're all skater kids. Skater kids are the worst. Skater day. I bet you were a skater kid. I bet you beat up little kids. I didn't beat up little kids. You called them names. They started Used it. The R word. Come on. <laughs> they started it. <laughs> well, yeah. They started it by having snotty nose and being. <laughs> they they stole our stuff, man. <laughs> we need to get it back. <laughs> We were the victims, man. Oh, my God. No. Do you have some confessions you want to make? No. I, Santa's I, not going to bring you anything for Christmas if you listen, don't fess up. Listen, I tried to skateboard, and I could only go forward. Uh, I couldn't jump anything. <laughs> Anytime I tried to get up on a sidewalk, I'd, like, get off the skateboard, <laughs> like, step off it, and then, like, put it up on the sidewalk and step yeah. on it again. I was, I was a bad skater. We had a skateboard, and, like, I would... Try to I bring it out to the back alley and try to skateboard a little, and yeah, it was not good. And every once in a while, I'll see a skateboard and I'll be like, "I bet I could do that. (laughs) I cannot do that." (laughs) My uh, my drama teacher in high school confiscated a skateboard from some kid, and because he shouldn't have been skating in the halls. And then the teacher came to school that afternoon, and he had a cast on. Because he had, he had tried to skate in the halls after he confiscated the skateboard from the kid. I was like, that, that is just desserts right there. That's really good. Anyway, so these skaters are taunting and they just, trying. They just, they're picking on him. They give him a, a mega wedgie yeah. at some point. Yeah. It's, it's brutal. Yeah. He also is living at home uh, with his grandmother who is in her twilight years, let's yeah, say. That she's... She loves Robert Pattinson. <laughs> she's Team Jacob all the way. She's team Jacob. But she, she just won't turn herself away from the Twilight movies <laughs> to pay attention to this boy. No, no, she won't. Yeah. She won't. But she's sundowning. She's like she's she's a little she's a little out there. Yeah. Cloris Leachman, is that who yeah, I, mean, I think yeah. so. She's great. She's, I mean, she's so funny. She's amazing. Yeah, she's funny in anything she's in. Uh, Raising Hope is something that she's phenomenal in. Wow. Yeah, anyway, so yeah. she's she's good in this. Um, but this kid, he loves Santa. He goes up to Billy Bob Thornton and gets the, you know, the same shitty treatment that all the other kids get. Yeah. Yeah, he wants, like, a pink elephant. Yeah. That's all he wants. Which is a little bit lame. <laughs> Nothing to bully him over. <laughs> <laughs> well, pink elephant is lame. That's lame. All right. That's no, fine. no, no. I mean, no, like, I gotta. If you're gonna ask Santa for something, you should ask him for something good. Like, what were those like fucking fully drivable jeeps that people had when they were kids, and I didn't have, obviously. Oh, the Power Wheels or whatever. Oh fuck yeah! Like you know, if you're asking Santa for something, like ask for that. Yeah, the, there's like always one kid in every neighborhood that had one of those. And every kid would try to drive it. And the <laughs> engine burned out so fast because it's like this little... Anyway. Yeah, that poor kid. So no pink elephants. I should no. cross that off my list. Yeah. All right. Fair. Yeah. Fair. But they sort of get thrown together when Billy Bob Thornton goes back to his motel and sort of sees that the cops are investigating him. He's yeah. been sort of figured out. So he has to find a new place to stay. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens to be with this kid. Yeah, he follows the kid home, I guess. I mean, he kind of talks to the kid and asks who's at home with him and finds out that the dad is in prison, that the mom's not around. Yeah, well, before that, like, there's a point where he gets into some sort of, like, weird misunderstanding with a guy at a bar. This is another, like, fucked up part part of the movie. Like, it has no, how does, where does this come from? No, this is, like, totally from out of left field. And it's, I feel like there's a whole plot left on the cutting room floor. 
Like, it yeah. doesn't make any sense. This is the batter part. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just a worse movie. This is what makes it a bad movie. <laughs> There's this guy. He's one of the guys from Office Space. Yeah, A.J. Nadeau. Yeah, and he is looking across the bar angrily at him. Mm-hmm. And then, like, later, when he's going out to his car, he confronts him saying that, like, he's not gay. Right. And then he tries to sexually assault Billy Bob Thornton. He dry humps him on a car. He dry. I mean, I would count that as sexual assault. Yeah. Blaine. No, that, no. I was. I was trying to. I was being specific about it. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's definitely under the umbrella, Bob. <laughs> Fuck. I am not gay. The hell, buddy. Buddy, I said I am not gay. Are you off your fucking meds or something? Yes. That isn't what this is about. You're as queer as a $10 bill. Well, let me tell you something, motherfucker. My brother lost a goddamn arm fighting you fuckers in Vietnam. So I want you to look at me. I want you to look at my face one last fucking time. This is the last thing you're ever going to see before I... Elf fucker! Motherfucker! Turn around, elf fucker! Who's the bitch now, Santa Claus? And the kid saves him. <laughs> the kid... That's so weird. Uh, yeah, and the and this guy has no bearing on this entire plot. Never What's, see him again. Never see, and, and so much so that his name in, in on the on the billing is Hindustani troublemaker. Yeah, I, it's just like this. It's so weird. I don't understand why he's in the movie. Billy Bob Thornton has done so many bad things to so many other people. Wait, are you talking about? Billy Bob Thornton, the person, or Billy Bob Thornton as the character in this movie? As the well, for right now, as Willie the, Soaks. As, yeah, Willie uh, has done so many bad things to so many people that anyone could could be assaulting him, and the kid could save him. But it just so happens that like out of nowhere, this guy assaults him for no reason. It's ah, I don't know. It just seems like poor writing. It's weird. Yeah. Um, I, it is poor writing, and it's also like. Fucking weird and homophobic. (laughs) And, like, along with the part that Marcus calls the little snotty kid the uh, homophobic F-word later. Mm -hmm. Just, you know. Out of nowhere. Yeah. For no reason. I don't know. It sucks. It sucks, man. (laughs) It does. It ruined Christmas. It ruined bad Dur Santa. (laughs) Made it worse. Yeah. Yeah. Which is how you say batter in English. God damn this movie so he goes home with his kid gets a sandwich made by the old woman who likes to make sandwiches and they start to bond well as much as this like broken shitty man can bond with they start to bond (laughs) yeah for some of us these relationships are the only ones we have (laughs) and we'll get back to more of that relationship after the break I'm talking about this podcast 
one weird man's wish fulfillment in this movie. She has no character herself. Yeah. Well, she's sort of supposed to be, like, as you said, the moral compass. Yeah. She does seem to legitimately love Christmas, and she says it's because she wasn't allowed to celebrate it because her dad was Jewish. Yeah. Which I was like, is that weird? But then I was like, this is the Coen Brothers movies. If it's fine with them, it's... (laughs) Who am I to say? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, she's a weird character. Same loves- as the jumping Jews for Jesus line. Yeah. Yeah. Which was apparently the line that made Terry Zweigoff decide that he wanted to direct this movie. That's that's the weirdest part. I read that in an interview, too, where he was like, that's the only thing that made me want to direct this movie. <laughs> I knew that I'd get into this movie with that line. Sometimes it's a line that makes me want to direct a movie. Sometimes it's an actor. Sometimes it's the writing. That line? That's the line? What'd you like about Ghost World? Oh, everything about Ghost World. Ghost World's great. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's just a solid movie. I just like this one line. (laughs) Um, You know, I really tried to center this whole movie around that line. Jumping juice for Jesus. I prepped Bernie Mac. We had him, like, work with a coat. We actually, like, had him research with actual Jews for Jesus. (laughs) Ones that were very athletic. Yeah. <laughs> Could jump very, very high. <laughs> so it's weird that he came into the movie for that line. That's very, very weird. But also, Lauren Graham serves the kind of 90s, 80s female role it's in this bad. movie. And she's like kind of, like I wonder if she's almost deliberately playing it like stereotypically airheadedly. Because yeah. I don't think that she's taking it too seriously. No, she can't be. But sometimes she actress. does try to be really sweet, you know? Well, she does, she, like, when the kid gives the wooden pickle to the, to the guy. Right. When, like, he's trying to go down on her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This ain't no time for a wooden pickle. <laughs> well, or is it? Or I am. So she's like, oh, that's very cute of the kid to give you a present. And then he, he's no longer in the mood because he feels something. His heart grew a bit. Yeah. So he can't perform anymore. No. Because he's not a good performer as a Santa. <laughs> well, I, you know, they say like men have enough blood for their like for their brains, their hearts, and not their penis. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> There's a saying. <laughs> but Billy Bob only it, has are you, are blood you sure, for one. Are you sure you're not quoting that saying right now? <laughs> I'm saying yeah. I need a blood transfusion. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your blood for Christmas. <laughs> Please, no blood drive for Rob. That is not a thing anyone needs on this podcast. Please don't send the blood to us. Send it to Billy Bob. <laughs> he likes blood vials around his neck. Men have a brain, a heart, and a dick, and they only have blood enough for two at any one time. Oh, that's like, yeah. That's like the north. That's <laughs> so North Ontario. It's like so, so like older man at the bar. Uh, my friend's dad always like he was uh he's kind of like a farmer factory worker and he always had all these sayings and like one of them was like you know slicker than deer guts on a doorknob and like <laughs> all these like horrible stupid sayings yeah oh uh, yeah northern ontario where the men are men and the women are men too <laughs> God damn it. we're that definitely embodying this this movie i feel corrupted by it i feel like you have been corrupted by it yeah yeah well, I don't want to grow up to be like this person, like Billy Bob Thornton. You know? We have to do a nicer movie next week, like a more wholesome movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think we can do it. I think we can pull it I up. mean, I think anything's going to be more wholesome than this, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. True. So, But the time of the robbery is coming nigh. And like Bernie Mac, he's been investigating on John Ritter's behalf. Mm-hmm. And he sort of goes to visit... The kid's dad in prison, played by the guy who played Neelix in yeah. Star Trek Voyager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a good, like, Patsy guy. Good Patsy. Yeah. Wallace Shawn wasn't available. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he read Get the script, out. actually. <laughs> he was like, I have some concerns. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I- this language is inconceivable. <laughs> <laughs> he was the one that was like, I don't know about this jumping juice or Jesus line. He backed out on that line. So it really should be leaping <laughs> Jews for Jesus. I was having dinner with my friend Andre, the director. <laughs> uh, uh, so, so, yes. But, yeah, and so he, it seems like he's going to bust them pretty soon. But 
he has a sit down with John Ritter, and he's like, "Nothing wrong with them. They're clean as a whistle." Anything, yeah. He swears, not around kids. He fucks. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> that is a man's God-given right. Well, it's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, frankly, he's clean. Oh. As a fucking whistle. Nothing. No. Oh. Nothing. I mean, shit. Yeah. He curses. Yeah? But never around children. Oh. No criminal record. Yeah. No parking tickets, for Christ's sake. Nothing. No bad habits, even. Oh. Sex, yeah. But man is a sexual being. Yeah. Fucking Darwinian. Oh. Can't do shit about that, Jack. No. Hell, I wouldn't want to. I mean, they do make light of the size uh, and the body shape yeah. of the women that he, you yeah. know, it sort of skates around it. So it's like supposed to be funny, but they're kind of like trying to be sensitive because they're not just being like fat chicks. Right. Which is what they want to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's. But this is funny. It's, this it's is comedy. Been, it, for 2003, this is just the height of comedy i i mean it is trying to be against the grain it is trying to be offensive in a lot of ways it's it's it's, yeah i mean the whole thing is that this is an offensive movie and i stand up for its right to be offensive i'm just kind of sorry that i had to watch it (laughs) yeah i think you can see this one time and be like oh that's not funny or oh this is like requiem for a dream (laughs) like you see requiem for a dream you're never gonna do heroin you right. see Bad Santa, you're never going to become Santa. <laughs> well, this is what happened. All those Santas at SantaCon saw this movie and were like, I want to be like that. Yeah. And then they took to the streets. There is some danger because my dad sometimes does Santa. No, What? And I don't think he's a bad Santa, but he's probably not a great Santa. <laughs> no, 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 Rob. Rob, your, your dad is Santa? <laughs> I mean, what? I mean, I always suspected when I was a kid. How did you not? I, mean, I thought op- it was more my mom, to be honest. <laughs> How did you not open with this? He's a mall Santa sometimes. No, but my mom and I think to a lesser extent my dad are involved in like a Lions Club situation. So in those situations around Christmas, like they with have the like fezzes? parties. No, that's Shriners. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> or Turks with the with the compass. No, I, they just wear yellow vests and 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 do bingo games. <laughs> but sometimes my dad yeah. will dress up as Santa and do the Santa thing at the annual Christmas party. Are there kids there? There are kids. <laughs> so kids sit on your dad's lap and think he's Santa. Yeah, and he. You know, is, your, is your dad a, a bigger man? Well, I mean, we all gain some husk as we age. <laughs> <laughs> through the years? It's like rings have, in a tree. He doesn't have the beard. He doesn't have hair, certainly. <laughs> but he does have the belly. <laughs> and the jolly... Well, he, he has a certain jolliness. Right. He can he can not yell at the kids for a little bit, and that's his jolliness? Yeah, I think at least he doesn't say anything too awful. Right. He might give them a few hints about the Illuminati. <laughs> And the aliens. <laughs> right. Yeah. And the yeah. Grays. Yeah. But uh, those are gifts in themselves because it's knowledge, which is, mm-hmm. you know, the best present. What do you want for Christmas? <laughs> a pony? Well, I kind of want the uh, files on JFK to be released. So, yeah. <laughs> so we all can't get what we want. Do we get? Kicks him off. It the was the name. Martians. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's nice of your dad to, yeah. to be a Santa. Would you, would you do a Santa? I. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean like Lauren Graham. <laughs> I don't know. You've been corrupted by this movie. I don't know what you mean anymore, Rob. I would be a Santa in my older years, yes. I Actually, you know what? I don't know. Because my wife and I, we, we talk about whether we're going to tell our kid about Santa. Whoa. You have a kid? <laughs> yeah, that happened, like, I don't know, a week ago or something. No, I, That's no, fast, man. No, we don't have a kid yet, but it's one of those things where, like, well, we don't want to lie to our kid. Like, yeah. we don't want to participate in this mass, in, like... Because it's traumatizing, in, isn't it? I think so, yeah. When did you find out that there was no Santa? And here is a Kleenex box for your tears. <laughs> I found out about Santa in a Taco Bell in North Carolina. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. We all learned a lot of things at a Taco Bell in North Carolina. 
Yeah. One taught me pleasure, one taught me pain. <laughs> I was like, I was pretty, I was, I was too old to not know about Santa. And I'd like every year I'd been trying to suss Santa out. So I, I would leave a list of questions for Santa. Like, what's Rudolph's girlfriend's name? Like, you should know that. And they'd be like, Rose. I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> Rudolph is always dating some new girl. <laughs> That nose of his, come on. <laughs> Chicks dig the fucking nose. Yeah, it's, it's totally the game. He's like peacocking. Um, so, yeah, I was weary about Santa. I like, was like, does he exist? Because all the kids in the playground are saying something, but I want to believe. Right. And I want to believe that my mom. And they're also saying this thing about sex. Like, that can't be a thing, right? <laughs> Why would two people do that with their bodies? <laughs> Tell me more, Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> just one pimple-faced Taco Bell employee just being like, I don't know if I can talk to you anymore, kid. You have too many questions. My pig rate is more soft or crunchy taco. <laughs> oh, that's a lesson in itself. Yeah, yeah, right. This is one crunchy taco I'm in. <laughs> so I asked my mom uh, in Taco Bell, and I was like, Mom, tell me the truth. Is Santa, Santa real? And she was like, do you really want to know the truth? And I was like, yeah, yeah, tell me. And she was like, Santa isn't real. But... There's the spirit of Christmas, and people around Christmas time are nicer, and we give gifts because we want to believe in a Santa, and Santa is the embodiment of all these things. And I went, <laughs> and apparently, apparently, this is the story my mom tells. I, uh, I, I got up and I just left, <laughs> so upset. Blame. Yeah, I, I teared up and I just got up and I left, and my mom was like, "Oh, I was." Uh, you know, I Blaine, he was a Blaine, Blaine. Just, and then she wait, gave wait. you a big hug and, uh, and made it all better. And then, uh, and then, <laughs> and then apparently I said, as a precocious child, I was like, uh, I'm not even going to ask about the Easter Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> apparently that's what I said. <laughs> she was like so upset, like, just like fuck, you ru- you ruined Christmas <laughs> so, and scene <laughs> and scene. <laughs> Did you believe in in Santa Claus? Were you a big believer? No. (laughs) You're a curmudgeon. I knew it. This is, uh, I knew you'd be too smart for it, actually. Yeah, I mean, I must have believed, but I think, like, I don't remember the moment where I figured it out. I think, just because I had younger siblings. Right. I think it became more important to uphold the myth to them than for me to believe in magic or goodness. Right. So... I think I just gradually, it just became very clear that my mom bought presents, <laughs> that they cost money, <laughs> a lot of it. Right, yeah. And uh, we better be thankful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Or mu- Santa won't come. It must be. Santa. It must be hard as a parent to, like, choose which which gift, like. I gotta have a drink. To, <laughs> to give your kid that you, like, write Santa on. Because Ghostbusters. Ectoplasm pack. That's the but like. Do you want to give the best gift from Santa or the best gift from you? Because you're only going to get thanked for one of those gifts, right? You want the love from your child of of getting them the ectoplasm, uh, you know, backpack. Yeah. Or do you want the ghost catcher? I feel like to uphold the myth, Santa, quote unquote. Yeah. I mean, you give whatever you want, Santa. She only give like wooden shit made in like an elf factory. <laughs> like you get a miniature rocking horse. Here's a birdhouse, kid. Enjoy your fucking birdhouse. Right, like one of those ball and cup games. <laughs> yeah, like, ha, right. son of a bitch, Santa <laughs> is the worst. Mm. And then all the parents look really good in light of that. They're like, yeah, yeah Santa is the worst. It's like Don't Santa's like Santa. fine, but we're like, you know, face Santa out. Be like, you still want that fucking Santa shit? Or are you too old for that? You still want the ball and cup? We yeah. can get you Santa. We can get Santa just like he has other things he could be doing. We'll get you fucking Nintendo. The weirdest thing for me is that uh, t- telling kids about Santa, kids aren't traumatized because it's like, oh, this guy you don't know that can be everywhere at once, that knows everything you're doing for the entire year, is going to sneak in through the chimney, which we can't fortify, and watch you while you sleep. But I, that's kids, terrifying. Kids are just discovering like the realities of the world like every day. Like they just take it for granted and then there's a new thing and a new reality. So it's like, oh, there's a guy who delivers presents. Great, that's a thing. Oh, I have a penis. That's a thing. Right. Oh the stork brings babies. That's, that's right. That's a thing. It's yeah. all natural. Yeah. 
I'm sorry I brought up the baby genitals. <laughs> I just saw this video of a baby monkey discovering its penis yeah. on the internet. <laughs> All right. I mean, we've given, we've given our audience so many gifts today. Yeah. Uh, let's not give them that. <laughs> um, anyway, I'd be afraid of Santa if it was Billy Bob Thornton coming down my chimney. I mean, I am afraid of Billy Bob Thornton coming down your chimney. <laughs> Yeah, he's had a bit of a redemption because Fargo season one was so fucking good. Yeah, he was so good in that. But, you know, this is pre that, so mm-hmm. I still think he's weird. And we didn't even talk about the thing that he's, like, not remembered well for in Canada, which was essentially that he didn't want to talk about his movies because he was on tour with Willie Nelson with his band. Yeah, right. I mean, who wouldn't want to be on tour with Willie Nelson and his band? Yeah. But, uh, you know, he should just talk about his fucking bad Santa movies. That's all we want to talk about. <laughs> Well, yeah, it was with Gian Gameshi uh, in Canada on, yeah. on Q on CBC, which is like our radio station, here, a big radio station here. And and uh, Gian- if you don't know, Gian, Gian Gameshi-, Gameshi turned out to be a giant turd. <laughs> so it was like relatively he's the Billy Bob yeah. Gian. You know, at least Billy Bob Thornton isn't writing re- thing essays in the New York Times Review of Books <laughs> about how he's like. How tough it is that now he's a pariah because he was a violent, abusive shit to women. Yeah, and didn't ask anyone before he punched them in the face during... Like, he's just the worst. Yeah, and the worst thing that Billy Bob did was say, uh, I don't know, Canadian audiences aren't the best to perform to. And then when asked, when pressed, he said, Canadian audiences are like potatoes without the gravy. Which is, I don't know. That's I not, love gravy. That's not the meanest thing Billy to Bob, say. I'm offended. <laughs> He forgot the cheese curds, too. Yeah. He, he knows nothing about poutine. No. Come on. No. So the the Coen brothers were executive producers. Yep. I, I wanted to mention them. They did our kind of rewrite of this movie. Yeah. Which is weird. Do you think this movie is rewatchable, Rob? Do you think that you would watch this again? Well, I no, I don't think I would. I mean, it's kind of fun, and I sort of see what it's going for. And, like, I like to laugh at things which are kind of offensive sometimes, too. Yeah. Like, Sometimes the world is a fucked up place, and yeah. you know where you find humor is sort of where you find humor. Like a monkey on the internet. <laughs> yeah, sure. But I don't know. It was just like too mean spirited for me, and I don't like the mean spiritedness of anything. Like I think you can be cynical and have like a dark sense of humor without being mean to people, without taking joy in other people's pain. Yeah. So I also don't know. We never, and maybe this was a, a choice that they made, but I don't know whether it's the best choice that we never really found out why he is the way he is. It never gave us an insight. Like there was no like burn scar on no, his far- forearm. There is a, like a monologue where he says that he never had a Christmas and his dad treated him bad and put out cigarettes on his neck. Oh, so like he's that must be in the better version because that's not in the version I watched. Oh, yeah. Well, that explains everything, but it's not really like obviously if you've had an abusive childhood, you're going to be fucked up. Yeah, for sure. Don't know what's going to happen to Thurman Merman. Right. But yeah, I mean, it's not really an excuse. And like, you know, it's an easy thing to say like, oh, I had a bad childhood. That doesn't excuse you for your actions. Blaine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so not not rewatchable? I didn't enjoy it. And I was, like, a little bit disappointed because I thought, thought, like, at least if it's going to be, like, offensive and dark, Terry Zweigoff will have, like, you know, an interesting perspective. It didn't even feel like the direction was that great. Yeah. yeah. It, it kind of felt like uh, middle-of-the-road direction from an art house director. Yeah. So I think it's kind of, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, it I wasn't you. really for me. Yeah. I'm kind of the same way. I think that this movie maybe had a time and place. It obviously did. It went on to make a sequel. Yeah. Uh, Bad Santa 2, which goes much Without more. Without Bernie in- Mac and John Ritter. Yeah. And, and yes, obviously. Yeah. Oh, and, my God. And has Kathy Bates in it. Kathy Bates is awesome. She's amazing. And she's great in that movie. But I don't know why she's, I don't know. And that goes more into, like, why he is the way he is. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> if it's not like compelling, and if it's not its own story that like helps support this movie, then it doesn't really matter to the story of the movie. I, I'd say. Yeah. So I'd say, yeah, I, I, it's not my favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. I don't think it's one that I'm gonna rewatch again. It didn't get soon. me in the spirit. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I did like that he got the kid his pink elephant at the end. Yeah. That's nice. There's a little bit of change there. Those cops could have shot that kid. <laughs> I know. They could have plugged him full of holes. I know. I didn't want the that cops for were pretty Christmas. bad. The cops were pretty bad too. So He's I'd spending say, Boxing Day in a box. 
So at rewatchability, we're saying no, not no to this movie. Yeah. We're saying worse, worse, worse Santa <laughs> than we remember it being. There are probably worse Santas, but this one wasn't great. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening to rewatchability this week. You can go to T Public to get a T-shirt. Uh, from our store. Yeah. You can go Great to... Christmas gift. Yeah. Patreon.com slash rewatchability to give us a Christmas gift and get one in return. And you can join the conversation on Twitter and on Facebook. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.